Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. That's right, Growing in Grace. I'm Joel Brzezinski, Mike Kapler with me, chatting about the abundant grace of God, His unconditional love. Cap, how are you doing this week? Good to get together with you again and chat about all this great stuff. Yeah, it's it's fun, Joel. I, I enjoy it. And and it's fun being able to, you know, hear back from people too. So if we haven't heard from you, at least not in a while, thanks for the encouragement. If you just want to drop us a line sometime and let us know you're out there, that means a lot to us. Yeah, because if you don't, we're going to make it a commandment. Uh, you have to, <laughs> if you listen to this show, you have to send us an email and let us know you're listening. Right now, we're just extending grace. You can if you want, but you don't have to. But if you don't... <laughs> We're going to turn well, old covenant on you. It's just so much more enjoyable when you just do it on your own freely. So don't make us go down that road. Don't make us come over there. <laughs> that's right. Because we want you to do it out of love. And that's kind of what we're talking about today. Uh, you know, Cap, last week as we ended, you shared a pretty neat thing. Uh, you know, you were talking about how, you know, when you were dating your wife, you kind of, you would do things to to perhaps try to get her to, to like you or to love you or whatever. And then you got married. I think this is what you said. And then and then when you got married, you know, things changed. It wasn't so much about you were trying to do things to get her to love you. But the things that you did, that you do for her now as a married person, you do them not to get something from her, but because you love her. Your motivation is love. Your motivation isn't because you're trying to get something in return, but it's because you love it. It's, that is kind of what our relationship with God and with other people uh, should look like, I think, in our lives in Christ. And I don't know if you had any more you wanted to say about that, I, you know, talking about this whole thing about love. Yeah, I've got more I want to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> after, after 24 years of marriage, I'm going back to where I started before I was married. I, I'm going to... I got to start coming up with some stuff here to, so she'll love me more. Uh, I'm kidding. No, I, I don't really have anything to add to that. I'm just horsing her. Program number 260 here. I'm going to tell her which one to listen to. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure she always listens. And uh, this would be a good time for her to skip one, probably. But, it's, but, you know, I don't even know why I bother with you. I know somehow it's going to get back to her. It will. Yeah. Okay. But let's let's talk about love because I think there's a lot of misunderstandings. Uh, perhaps a lot of well-intentioned Christians who certainly mean well. I, I'm, I don't mean that, but I, I think sometimes when it comes to love, there's a lot of a lot of misunderstandings out there. You know, and, and we'll talk about you know how we're commanded to love, Joel, commanded to love. But uh, one thing that I I want us to take a look at before we talk about some of what Jesus said. First John 4.19, just a, a short statement here from, from John. We love him because he first loved us. This is huge, you see, because there's so many Christians today who are trying to put forth some sort of an effort to love God more. They, they think that that's the, the, the thing that they need to be doing the most is to somehow try to love God more, and I think if we could just realize 
that it's not so much about us trying to love him more, but understanding how much he loves us, it will change your perspective. It will, it'll be an, an entirely different paradigm, I think, Joel, when we begin to understand the love that he has for you, that he is already proud of you, that, that he already cares for you. We don't love him, at least not in the way that we should or could, if we don't first understand how much he loves us. Mm-hmm. I think that's very, very true. And, and I think, unfortunately, many people are trying to fulfill some sort of commandment to love one another, and I and I understand where they get it from. You know, G- Jesus was asked, "What is the greatest commandment?" and and he answered, uh, and and he quoted actually quoted from Deuteronomy six five: "You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength." That is a commandment. And then he quoted also from Leviticus nineteen eighteen. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Those are old covenant commandments that Jesus quoted from. And so people, because Jesus said that, uh, because he quoted those, get the idea that that is, that, that we are supposed to live by those commandments. Uh, because Jesus said, on these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. And I think we, this is worthy of spending some time with, because as we've talked about plenty of times here before, Cap, there are a lot of things that Jesus said. Jesus, who came as an old covenant prophet, he taught law to a lot of people. He spoke to Jews a lot of the times, people who were under the law. And a lot of what he said isn't meant for Christians. And, and I would refer people back to previous programs on that, because we won't totally get into that right now. But here's the thing. Jesus said, on all on these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. He didn't say, on these two commandments hang the gospel or the new covenant. <laughs> Again, he was speaking to those who were under the law. Now, as you say, Cap, quoting from John, you know, quoting from what John said, he, you know, he said that this is love. Not that we loved God, but that he first loved us. And so we, the love that we walk in towards God and towards one another doesn't come from a commandment, doesn't come from an old covenant law or commandment. It comes from the fact that we grow daily in God's unconditional love for us, and then we're able to display that to other people. Well, like you said, I mean, it's important to realize in context that this guy went up to Jesus and said, what is the greatest commandment in the law? And remember, he was asking about the law. So Jesus answered his question. He's not like a politician who doesn't answer questions. He answered the question. And and like you said, Joel, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul and mind, and and, and your neighbor as yourself. And that was Jesus' answer to to his question about the greatest law. I, I think that... We love him because he first loved us is still the key to walking in intimacy with God. Because the truth is, when we put the responsibility back on ourselves to love him more, you'll see it all the time. You see it in churches everywhere. I just want to love God more. God, help me to love you more. And sometimes that's people's most, you know, that can be their most fervent prayer. And and it sounds good, it sounds right, uh, and, and there's nothing wrong with wanting to love God more, except that we're going in through the outdoor here. I, I think that if we can realize the importance of his love for us, 
there will be a, a natural inclination for you to respond to that love that he has for you. Instead of you trying to love him more, you'll respond to his love instead of trying to love him to get him to respond to you. Mm-hmm. It's like we've been talking about for the last few weeks, motivation. What is our motivation if we're, if we're resting in Christ? Well, where does the motivation come from to, to do the stuff of the Christian life? It's, it's exactly the same with love. You know, we're resting in his love, and we're, and we're growing in our knowledge and our understanding of his love and in our experience of the reality of his love. And as we grow in that, you're right, it is a natural thing that is expressed in our lives rather than it being out of a, out of a legal lawful old covenant commandment and so and that you know some people will say well Jesus did say a new commandment i give you that you love one another as i have loved you that you also love one another by this all will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another now you see there's a difference there in my in my opinion in my mind in the one case, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself. He was quoting from laws. He was giving people the law. And in this case, what I believe is this is a new commandment. It's, it's not based upon law. It's not based upon rules. It's, look, you've seen how I have loved you. You've seen the love that I have given to you and showed you these these last three years that you've been walking with me. He's, he's talking to his disciples. Now, as you've seen that, you love one another. It's totally not law-based. It's totally based upon understanding the love that God has had for us and then walking that love out with one another, I think. Yeah. Uh, again, it, it's not about us. It's about him. Again, putting that burden of intimacy, as, as it's been referred to, putting that back on us instead of on him is the wrong direction to go. So it's never about us. It's always about him. But somehow, just so carefully, Joel, I mean, it's so tricky and so sneaky that the law will try and creep its way back in again and make it about us loving him. It's not about us loving him. It's about him having loved us. So that's the gospel. I mean, he, he loves you. So I, I would suggest that you stop trying to love God more and just simply accept the fact that he accepts you as you are. And as you begin to walk in that, begin to understand and grow in that, and I'm talking to myself here too because this is just a sort of a lifelong battle, I think. Um, one, but as we as we begin to grow in our understanding of that, then somehow loving God isn't, it isn't an effort anymore. It's just, it's just something that comes naturally. But you see, when I'm trying to love God, Joel, that, that can change from day to day. Mm-hmm. In, in any given moment, I might love God. In any given moment, I might not be loving Him the way that I should be. You know, the way that I should be. Again, the burden falling back on me. And so it's just easier to, to rest in His love <laughs> instead of constantly trying all the time. Because remember, when we were talking about uh, those commandments being a part of the law, uh, God didn't give the law, just a quick reminder here, God did not give the law because he thought people would keep it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so remember that as we talk about uh, this answer that Jesus gave to the the young lawyer when he asked what the greatest commandments were uh, in the law. And Jesus told him, remember, God never thought we would be able to keep the law. That's not why he gave it. Uh, He gave the law to prove that man cannot earn God's blessings, that we are incapable of consistently living a godly lifestyle on our own. So 
just some some food for thought there about the law. You know, because if I'm commanded to love Joel, then I would question whether it's really love that's going to come mm-hmm. forth. No, I agree, and as I was just thinking that too. I mean, if it's a if I'm loving somebody, just using the wife example again, and and I'll make sure my wife doesn't hear this one. No, just kidding. But if my wife asks me if I love her, and I tell her yes, I love her. Yes, I do love you. And and she says, well, why do you love me? Well, because I'm commanded to love you. <laughs> That's why I love you, because I'm commanded to. How does that make her feel? Does Is that real love that I'm extending to her? Of course not. I'm, I'm loving because I'm supposed to, and, and it doesn't come from real love. And so real love comes again from knowing the love of God, knowing his grace, his unconditional love, and his kindness toward us. And then we can turn around, and that genuine love can be a result of, of what we know in our hearts to be true. We can walk in that. And so that's, that's, that's a huge difference between walking by law and walking by the grace and the unconditional love of God. Yeah, you know, if I were to say that to my wife, Joel, she'd say something like, No soup for you! <laughs> no soup for you! <laughs> she, yep, she would be a... Uh... What was that called? Soup Nazi? Uh, 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 <laughs> it was the Soup Nazi the soup from Nazi. Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, next time on Growing in Grace, we will talk a little bit more about commandments and living by grace and what the difference is between the two. Join us next time for Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various Internet sources around the world each week. Access hundreds of past programs. Visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.